Hello and welcome to my podcast and that's Learn Raking Connect and it's with me Tracy Matthews. So I hope you're well as you're settling in and you're now just listening to this. So this space is really about helping each other connect to the light and that's within us because collectively on our planet we are awakening. We're remembering who we are and this is from a very deep level and that's the level of our soul. So what this podcast will enable and help you is to make sense of a a lot of the physical life experiences that we go through, the difficulties that we may experience on our path and in life, and the challenges. But we're going to see this through the lens of our soul, because what that does, it enables us to see our truth and understand and even translate what it all means for us. So what we're really talking about here is that part of you and I that knows why we're here. Now, I say it every time because until we get to that realisation that there is an an intuition, there is the part that is connected to the light. It's within us. It's that little inner voice and it's the quiet one, the bigger me, the soul, the higher self, whatever we want to label that. That's the part of you and I that is guiding us and helping us. And we're going to jump right in now with this podcast because we're talking about an issue that many have expressed to me over the years. And that is, I can't meditate. So where are you with that? Are you able to find it easy to meditate? So we're going to be really looking at this Because when someone tells me that they're having difficulty in meditation, it's normally the same areas as to why it's happening. So we're going to be looking at the mind. We're also going to be look at, you know, timing. And then we're going to look at the experience when we finally do settle ourselves down and how that experience has perhaps not lived up to what we kind of expect it to be. So if you're having a hit and miss experience around meditation, or you just can't meditate, then stick around. Stay tuned. Hit the subscribe button because we are going to look at these three areas, the mind, how timing plays a part, and even the experience and what's going on for you. So we're also going to be looking a little bit more in depth really what I mean when I refer to the mind because um, it's, it's quite interesting because when a person expresses to me they, they're on the Reiki course or they've just before they're about to do the online they drop and they shoot me a, a message and sort of you know I can't meditate is this going to help me <laughs> and it's really quite interesting to really what's going on for the person So that's why I've kind of wanted to talk about this, because this is not something magic. This is not something that I do for people. I really kind of help them to tune into certain various things. And this is why I've kind of want to look at the mind, because this is where people really have issues when they're starting to meditate, because they can't switch off. And usually what's happening, you know, they can't stop the thoughts that are going in. And and then what happens, they've got this busy mind, they've got the worry 
of whatever's going on in, in their lives. And, um, and then they go into mind monkeys and normally the mind monkeys go mad because all of a sudden you're supposed to be quiet. You're supposed to lay there and just, just be. And for some, it's the very opposite. You know, where are you with that? Have you found that? Have you found that with others, normally there seems to be a bit of an issue around about time. They can't find the right time. And if they find the right time, well, something's not gelling within that time frame of when it is. It just seems like nothing sort of like lining up for the person. Where are you on that? Can you sort of relate to that? Because I know I can when I first started out. Um, just, just didn't happen. And the experience, well, when we then lay there and we're trying to get into that meditative state, well, it's not all cracked up to what we've told it's going to be. And this is where we get disappointed. And then we, instead of having a relaxing experience, we could be almost bored. And then we don't really kind of find, you know, what we want. And that's really to sort of, Use that space so that we can relax, tune out, get ourselves out of the, the stress that most of us seem to be living in. So don't go anywhere because we are going to look now at these areas and really to sort of explore exactly what I'm talking about when I refer to the mind. Because when we look at the mind, the mind goes in and out of frequencies all the time. It's just the way that our brain is wired and it's the way that we, it's the way that things work. And and this is the interesting thing. When someone comes and they say to me, they just can't meditate. This is why it's so important to understand what these frequencies and what you're capable of doing and what you are doing already to which you're not even consciously aware of and this is really important because this helps us to realize that meditation is something that we can all achieve you know and someone says they can't do it and we do the the reiki course or they do the online they've actually reached that state of being and in that space where they are able to meditate but before we do that, we've just got to un sort of really understand a couple of things and or really become aware of already what's what's going on within us and how we are already going in and out of these frequencies. So what do I mean by these frequencies? Now, you've pro probably heard me talk about them on various podcasts and or blogs and especially when I'm working um, with clients. But um, I mean, I never tire of talking about this because I'm learning all the time. So you may already know this, but we're going to try a couple of little things by the end of this podcast where you're going to put in place, which will really serve you and help you. Because we sit in our everyday fast paced mind of beta. Now, you've probably heard this before. Now, beta is what most of us are in when we're out and about or we're doing our work. 
because that's where we seem to sort of sit. Then we've got alpha. This is slower. This is where the right side of our brain, you've probably heard of the left and the right. The right is more, the left rather is more analytical. It's the thinking part, it's the conscious mind. When we go into alpha, then we go into that space. It's already there. We don't have to look for it. You know, these are frequencies we go into every single day. And this is the right side of our brain. This is where the, the peace is. This is where the daydreaming is. This is the part of the mind where the higher self sits because it's quieter. So it's a slower, more present level of uh, state of being and frequency. And it's so interesting because when I do a Reiki session for somebody or if I'm in attunement, this part of the brain is so beautiful because I can feel when someone goes into this where they let go, where they're not asleep. This is not about being asleep. We're going to go through the others in a minute. But this is a beautiful state of just flow, peace, calmness, serenity. So it's a slower part of the mind of when that alpha frequencies come in. And then we have theta. Theta is a, a focus side. And again, this is really deeper on the level of that right side of the brain. This is the when we go to sleep at night. This is where the pictures are. This is the visuals. If you've ever done a guided meditation, this is in alpha and theta. This is where it all is. But just notice, and I do this quite often, when I go to bed at night, I'm very aware that I slip into that peacefulness. When you get comfortable, you're nice and warm. You're nice and relaxed. And then you go into theta. Theta is when you're not even aware of any sounds around you. You then got the, the, the pictures in the mind. Then there's a thought process. Then we slip into delta. Now delta is where we go and sleep. This is an unconscious part of the mind. This is the part where we go off into astral travel this is where the dreams are you know this is wonderful because this is where the physical body needs to sleep the soul doesn't and this is where the soul often goes off and does whatever it is and we are really multi-dimensional beings <laughs> and when we start to realize this is a frequency that you and I are in from the minute we wake up to when we go to sleep we are in and out now, the th thing is, when we're in this sort of state of confusion of I don't know how to meditate or I can't seem to meditate. What I found really helpful is to really encourage people and I do it to myself is start to become of where we sit in those frequencies throughout the day. Now, incidentally, just above beta, we can go into a state or a frequency of fight and flight. Now, we know this is stress. Now, when we're in stress, it's a horrible feeling. This is where it triggers anxiety. It triggers so much um, feelings within us. Um, 
And anyone that's experienced that, it's really, really uncomfortable. And trying to get out of that is a challenge. So when we're in fight and flight, and incidentally, I have put in freeze because I've noticed as an element of me, and I've noticed there's a lot of people that seem to sort of acknowledge that and and can identify. With freeze, I get immobilised when I'm stressed. You know, I almost go into paralysis. I just sort of like, I'm sort of stuck there. And then I do a combination of fight and flight. But if I was to sort of say to you intuitively, where are you when you are at your most stress? Are you fighting? You know, are you battling through? Because that's a battle. You're just fighting all the time. Are you in flight? Are you avoiding? Are you sort of flitting off? Trying to avoid situations, trying to avoid it, not looking at it. Or if you're a little bit like me, where you become a bit immobilised, you freeze. You know, these are the three sort of uh, common areas. And we are not relaxed when we are in these states. In fact, the very opposite. We're highly stressed and we know when we're in a state of stress continually, it wears us down. It wears us down emotionally, mentally and physically. So these frequencies, these states, alpha, theta, delta and beta, which is our everyday, we really need to sort of be aware of what frequency are you in? Because for us to go into meditation, we need to sort of know that because we've got these preconceived ideas that when we meditate, we're going to be off and it's going to be beautiful. It's almost like it's something outside of us. Well, in actual fact, you're already going through these every single day. Now, it's true, most people sit in stress and trying to sort of find alpha and theta and delta when we go to sleep. Sometimes it's a bit of a challenge for that. And that's why I'm going to ask again, where are you at this moment in time? Are you more stressed? Or maybe it's just purely the experience that you're finding. And we're going to come to that in a minute in in terms of it's just not sort of living up to what you expect meditation to be like. So I would really encourage you to really sort of recognise what does alpha look like to you? How do you feel in alpha? When was the last time you daydreamed? When was the last time you were in a space where you were relaxed? You're not worried about what was happening in the past. You're not worried about the future. It's a very present moment. Normally, Alpha is very warming and very loving and we feel happy. So it's not going to be a stress. It's, it's actually very present. Now, given the fact that you're going through this with all the time within your daily life, when was the last time you were in Alpha where you felt good, you felt peace, you felt calm? Even if it's just for a moment. Does it really matter at the moment how you got there? 
It's really just recognising what that is for you. Because that alpha, that feeling, that theta makes you feel very present. So what I would, a little bit of a thing that I always um, try and sort of say to people, well, try this. So just, if you can, recognise when you go into alpha. You know, acknowledge it so that you go, ah, now here is alpha. And you know what? I do that all the time. When I just slip into that, it might be just a daydream. You might be just doing something. Or you might just be all of a sudden so relaxed, but focus and nothing is worrying you. It's really quite interesting. It could be a moment where there's just emotion, especially if you're a feeler, you're a clairsentient. You know, if that interests you a little bit on that or that's just sparked something in in you, as I've just said that, then take a look at the podcast is clairsentient your gift because that's so interesting it's very powerful this is not something that's happening to you this is already within you now the next thing i wanted to move into is when people say you know i can't meditate and this is quite interesting because there's normally a little bit of an issue around time it's kind of twofold and what i mean by that you either can't find the time it's almost like the you know the you know what there's that saying you want to do it but then you find that you can't do it so you might have a desire that you want to meditate but when it comes down to it you can't find the right spot or the household's too busy or work just doesn't let that happen and it can be really a tricky time Or it might be simply finding the right time for you. That might be a real issue for you. Can't do it in the morning because that's going on or I can't do it there. So then timing becomes a little bit of a, a thing. And that's why we kind of talk about it, you know, because can't meditate sometimes is that that's going on for a person. They just can't find the time and therefore they can't meditate. So does that resonate with you? Does that make sort of sense that maybe it is kind of associated around that? Now it's right, it's really quite um interesting and why I bring this up, because finding time does take an element of planning and effort. And I always talk to anyone that's done any form of like the Yusui Reiki intentional method of uh, using the power of intention, which is so powerful. I'm going to talk about that uh, shortly. But even after when you do a course like that, whether it's an in-person one or whether it's an online, there's always a period of time after doing that course where you will find the time (laughs) and what that means is that there is a 21 day healing process now what that means is that after you've really sort of allowed this intention and this very powerful way of 
of uh, with the attunements and with opening to source energy and and all what comes with a, a Reiki course that after you don't just sit and do nothing. There is a period of time where we've got to find that time within us. So what that looks like to you and I is that we've got to make time and out of our busy lives. Because you see, when this method was put in place, this is in place for us. It's there in our consciousness to help us when we can't seem to get it together to meditate so what this means is is that this 21 day and anyone that's in 21 days would know that this is how a habit can form this is where we make patterns we either make or break it especially when it comes to dieting but it also on a conscious and subconscious level this is where a lot of a period of adjustment happens and I run through that with anyone that does the Reiki course, that they understand what comes next when we're dealing and when we're sort of uh, opening and allowing the source energy and and all that that goes on when we do a, a Reiki course. So this principle of making time is really important. Now, what that means is there might need to be some self care put into your uh, parts of your life that you probably haven't got at the moment because chances are if you can't meditate that means we're not putting ourselves first and I speak to a lot of women and men but it just seems to be a lot of women that seem to have this struggle juggling life you know juggling children juggling full-time lives, juggling family and all of that. It sort of kind of robs us. So this is something where we need to sort of look at this. And this is, and I always say, this is part of our self-care. You know, we've got our physical self-care where we might go and do our nails if it's us women. We might even have a massage or you might be one of those that goes to the gym or you do a run. There is a level of human self-care that we have to do. There is also a level of recreation, but equally on that, there is that really important timing where we need to put our spiritual, energetic self. And I think that's first, because once that's first, then everything slots in. You know, because this is... This is what happens to us, you know, when we get in balance, when we get out of alignment. So is that going on for you? Is it a level of timing that is sort of uh, creating this, really this whole sort of energy around that you can't meditate? So what I'd always recommend to somebody on this and try this is when is the right time? you now when I say stuff like that I've had to look at this in my life too and it varies you know sometimes our work changes or commitments change and what worked before doesn't always work at another time so when is the right time for you now when I talk about that I'm also referring to when in the day is the right time for you are you a morning person 
does waking up before the household resonate with you? Maybe that is the divine time just to introduce this meditation. Trying to do it after a day's work, you know, for someone else will just not resonate. They're too exhausted. Or you might still be coming down off of work. And if you're stressed, it's very difficult then to just all of a sudden get yourself into a meditation. So it might mean that you just try this. Look for when the right time is for you. Is that a morning? Is it an afternoon? Is it the evening time? Is it before you go to bed at night? What day does that look like to you? So do you see what sort of is happening here? We just need to find the most conducive time that sort of uh, will fit into us. Because like we've realised, you're going in and out of these frequencies all the time. The most beautiful thing about all of this is that when we try and find that time, you know, when we understand that there is, it's within us, that we can do this it's like when we get that little bit of an alignment down it's like it just goes boom it happens so what if you've got the time um and you know you you, you sort of understand the frequencies and you know how it feels but the experience is just not there for you because that's another thing that I've realised and what happens and why we can't meditate is because the, the whole experience is nothing but a battle. That it's really the mind monkeys going bananas. Do you know what I mean by that? It's almost like the mind is at its worst when we then lay there and then we go into the meditation. So if it's the experience for you, what's going on for you? Is it the mind? Is it the fact that when you're told to, you know, for relaxation, and this is most relaxation ways, they, they sort of work from the foot, going up the leg, going up the leg, going up to the body, going up to the head. Does that bore you? Is that enough for you? And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Because there is such power in these guided meditations. But the reason why I'm, I'm asking that, because for some people, that whole going up the body, relaxation, by the time they've got from the foot to the, to the head, they're gone. They've, in other words, they've disconnected. So is that happening for you? Is it just not gelling, going through the whole body and then tuning in the mind it might mean that just does not resonate with you now i've had people that the traditional way of going into meditation it just doesn't seem to work for them and this is really interesting because this is all like we said the experience does not live up to what it is that we kind of want when we go into a meditative state. So this is where I would ask you to sort of look at different ways 
for you. Now, there are many ways that you can do this. And this might be stuff that you already know or it perhaps hadn't occurred to you before. Now, I've had many people over the years and I'm instantly aware when I hold that space and I open and connect and they've come for a Reiki session, they use breath work. And when they use their breath work, they are in. And what I mean by in, they're in alpha. They're not quite asleep because delta is when we go to sleep. And incidentally, on the sidelines, some people need sleep. <laughs> they're off. They are in delta and I'm aware of that. And they're off out the body. And that space is beautiful. So wherever what happens, it's beautiful. It's incredible. But what I kind of want to help you to sort of find your way that maybe breathwork might do it for you and might be more effective than working from the big toe working up through the body and trying to get into a meditative state like that because my goodness when I've come across a client that does that they're in and then what I do is channel and keep that white light that source energy there and it really is incredible and that's breath work have you used breath work to get you into meditation you know how you go about that you might want to go and attend a breath workshop or find out a little bit about that and then you put that in into your meditation now, another thing over the years, there are those that do yoga. And whilst we're in the, you know, the, the in-person Reiki course, they have got themselves right into cross-legged when we go into that part and they get in through that process. Have you tried your yoga routine to connect a source? Because that is powerful. I did yoga a couple of years ago when I was working uh, back in 2014. I had a little bit of issue where I basically my left side came out of alignment because I was working with beds that didn't really move. So I went and did yoga and one of the first things I noticed is that I was connected and open to the source energy. Literally just by doing some of those hand movements. And incidentally, those hand movements are quite powerful. So the one that I'm thinking of is the gasso, and you move that gasso, or you might know it as the prayer position, and you move that up to your third eye. As soon as I did that, I was like, wow, this is powerful. And that really helped my body, where I was able to align my body back into not feeling my gait was slightly out and I was starting to limp and my goodness very very powerful so does yoga have you tried that maybe getting into that position or starting some of those movements and then you sit there because most of the yoga people are cross-legged and that's how they're doing the meditation does that work for you you know, doesn't matter, you know, if I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to do here is what are you already doing that is 
already a part that we might just need to sort of tune into that and that's a way to get in to that frequency for me doing yoga sitting there that's not my most comfortable as much as I'd like to sit and do yoga for me I like to to sit so don't get too hung up on the positions do what's comfortable for you now I've had those that chant from whatever nationality or however way that they you know works best for them chanting and it's incredible you know once we've got that frequency and maybe it is for them it is the frequency of sound that puts them into that meditative state and that's uh, quite interesting sound music maybe when you have tried to meditate has it been totally silent for you I mean, I can do both now, but whoa, if I put certain music on in a normally healing, meditative music, I am in. I feel it and I know it. So have you tried getting into meditation, exploring sound resonance, chanting, might be a, a singing bowl, you know, whatever that is. Or maybe to start off with, it might be the tune that you love, as long as it's not so rowdy, but as long as it gets you into that frequency so that you can get to feel that, know what that feels like. And then you're there and you're in it. So I think you can sort of see where I'm going with this. This is what I talk to people about. It really is sometimes we've got to find our way that creates that, that brings us into that frequency. You know, and to follow that, what we're talking about might be the time of the day. You know, for some people after work, that just isn't the time to get into that frequency. They physically need to unwind, eat and do all that. But then just before you go to bed at night might be your thing. The other thing to do with the experience that I have found is there seems to be a battle that ensues when we go into meditation. And I've spoken to, to many people and that's the battle of the mind and the thoughts. They just keep coming in like what I'm going to have for dinner. Oh, my goodness, my leg is tickling me. Oh, I hope um, such and such has opened the back door when I, you know, life <laughs> When we just get these random thoughts and they all start come flooding in. And then we get a battle because most meditation, it's about emptying the mind. And then we go into a little bit of a resistance. We go into a little bit of, um, don't, don't come in. Nope, nope, nope. And then we're battling the mind. So is that your experience? Do you find that that happens with you? So this is um this is a little tip that what I have found is really powerful is don't battle the mind. Now I know that sounds probably what but the more you resist the more you battle the mind the more the mind pushes forward and I'm talking about conscious mind. Now it might mean 
and try this because this is what this is all about can't meditate we'll try this you see where you go we've got time 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 try the different time you know try and find where alpha is for you in the day what does it feel like what does it look like to you so when we now got the the mind and the thoughts and they're all valid thoughts is that now we just don't battle them so try not and stop them because you're spending more energy in stopping the thoughts you know and and for others this might not be an issue but for those that really have an issue this is where i would encourage them is just to let the thoughts run because when the thoughts run out and you know Sometimes I give myself 10 minutes or so and I'm, I'm, I'm not looking at the clock. But when I go to meditate, I've got this, my daughters, my pets. <laughs> and then I'm running all that out. Oh, and then I'm worried about that. And then I get to a point where it's still. You know, it's, it's just me. Because I've got all that out sometimes that's therapeutic you know the conscious mind's there for a reason but once we've got all that out then you might find there's a bit of peace you might even find there's a little bit of emotion there and when we hit on a bit of emotion that's normally when we get a little bit more closer to our truth we've just entered into a frequency where we've gone oh and normally that's very beautiful. And you might want to watch that space because that space can turn into gratitude. That frequency then is becoming more cognizant to you. You're aware of, you've entered into something where you feel nice. It feels good. It's just an energy here that you've never really felt before. You know, the conscious mind has had its bit. Sometimes for some busy people, I've realised, is that they haven't had that time to think. And they go there to do a, a meditation. And that's the time where the conscious mind just wants to go, hang on, can I just tell you all of this? And then it all just straight out. And that's a very beautiful moment and I want you to be aware of that moment when it happens because it it just is it's timeless there might be a bit of emotion there there might be a thought there that this feels different there might be a bit of weightlessness there you might even for those of you who are quite visual, you might see the difference. You might see energy. You might hear the noises go down. You then might start tuning in to what that alpha and theta feels like for you. And that's a really powerful moment. And that's what I help others to tune into that and how you tune into that is going to be different for every person. Some people are going to see it, feel it, hear it, know it. 
sense it at some level. And sometimes it's just like the beating heart. Our heart is beating all the time, every day. And it's not until perhaps we're doing exercise where the heart's beating fast that we go, oh, the heart's beating fast. Or you might look at your Fitbit and sort of see how it's going. But this is a really beautiful moment. It's one of those things that is happening all the time, these frequencies. So I'm just going to really encourage you to, when you enter into that kind of frequency, acknowledge it. Because you will sense it, feel it in a way that feels comfortable to you. So this mind battle, see how you sit with that and just let it run. Because it might be a couple of times that you go to sit, lay, or whatever way that you want to do your meditation, that you let that part of you just let it all out. Because chances are you probably haven't let it out. Because where do all those thoughts go? <laughs> Don't you ever wondered that, you know? Where do they all go? And for most of us, we bottle them up. We don't talk. Sometimes um, it's beautiful when you've got in your life people where you can talk deeper things to. But, you know, the worry, the stress and all of that, where does it go? And that's really what I have found over the years and what I encourage others is to don't resist it because you're wasting all that energy there trying to block them. I've done it. I've tried it. And if you just let it go, what comes next is really beautiful. There is almost like a silence and an energy around it. And this is the most powerful part I'd like to share with you. And this is pretty much what um, Yusui talks about. And when I mention Yusui, he is the pioneer of Reiki. And, uh, and if you go onto the website, you know that that's what my line of work is. It's really bringing out that incredible method because it's there and it's left there in our consciousness for a very good reason. Because the way that the world is for some of us you know, we struggle to meditate. I was one of them. I help people to find their way that feels right to them. But I also use the really powerful method, and that is the method of intention. Now, when you hit that space where you feel, you know, however way that you're in tune to that, when the energy shifts... Set the intention to open, tune in, connect, allow whatever word that you want to use. Connect to the light within. Because when you do that, that will help you to get into the most beautiful meditative state. And it's really wonderful because there is a part which I talk about all the time, that higher self, that internal voice, it will guide you and you will know it when you feel it because it's going to feel different. 
So if you're at that point, you've tried everything to meditate and it just don't work for you. Then I always like to encourage people and I do it with myself. What state are you sitting in for most of the day? For most people that come to me, they're in stress. It's helping them to kind of realise you're in stress. I used to feel this years ago when I used to work with the physical body in remedial work. When I used to, as part of Ayurvedic massage, I'd put my hand on somebody's head and I'd feel their stress. Because that's where most of us sit. Stressed. So what is that stress? What's happening for you? Are you anxious? Is it making you unsettled? You don't feel good? Because these are all the things that's associated with stress. And the longer that we stay in that, the more it will take its toll on us. And then I want you to then look at the moments of alpha. Now, you might have to try and really find those moments because when we're in interrupted states and when we're sitting in stress a lot, that means we take it in work, play, life and all sorts of areas and how that's going to be, how much you're fighting, how much the flight and how much you're freezing. But there'll be parts where you might be in the garden, you might be out on a walk, you might be near water. You might be just watching your little child, your little baby, whatever that is, your pet. Where you just shift into a daydreamy light state. And that state is where there's not much going on. There isn't much worry. There's a present state. Look out for those. Flag them in your mind. That's really good. I always give conscious mind (laughs) some stuff to do. You know, flag that because that's alpha. What does alpha, what does that present feeling look like and feel like to you? And once you've got that down, then we can look at the timing. Because it might mean that we just didn't got the time right. Maybe we're just not putting that time in. Or maybe it's a little bit haphazard. You know, we do a meditation, we have a lovely one, we don't visit again until four months later. You know, it's very subjective, whatever's going on. And then we have the experience, you know, for most of us, most people that that have come to me, there's a level of, you know, disenchantment in terms of they're not enamoured with the experience that they've had so far. So they've said, I can't meditate. Can you help? And this is what I share with people. It's all within you. So instead of trying to sort of you know, battle the mind, it might mean that you need to let a couple of those thoughts out. Maybe they've been trapped. Maybe they just need to let you know. Because once that's gone and then we get into that or you've given yourself that permission to allow those thoughts, then we shift in to that beautiful space. And if you haven't entered that space straight away, then put yourself in that space. Open and connect to the light within and then once you do that then you will hear a different voice it's very beautiful because that's the inner voice that's the beautiful voice of the higher self and that voice does let you know it whispers intuitively with divine love 
You know, it's very, very beautiful, the nuggets of information that you can get when you're meditation, the realisation, the way forward of how to do things, what you're here to do, what's next, all these beautiful things. But that don't shout. That's not in a form of worry. It's not in any way like that. That's the whisper. That's the internal voice. And you'll be guided because once you get into that, you're already guided. But then we found really a way that we can really tune in. So tune into the light within because that's within all of us. It's within you, it's within me. All we have to do is get into that right frequency in order for that to happen. So I hope you found this information useful, helpful, and please try it out and let me know how it it is for you. You know, hit the subscribe button because I want you to keep on listening in and finding out more information and just helping each other on the path. Now I'm on YouTube, Spotify and listed on other platforms. I also have guided meditation. For some people, laying there without words, kind of they struggle a little bit. For others, it is words. So I'm going to leave a link um, for people if they want to do that guided meditation to connect with that part of you, your higher self, the light, then please do have a look at that. And uh, you might also want to visit the website at learnreikiandconnect.co.uk. And please do that. There you will find the online courses. If a lot of this has resonated with you and you really want to meditate and you really like how that, you know, it's within you and you just want a few more guided steps, then do take a look of the Reiki courses level one and two. They are designed to help you connect, get rid of that hit and miss. I've heard so many people over the years say, I don't think I can meditate. And even before they embarked on their course and at the end of it, they're like, wow, I can meditate. So if you like that, then please do have a look. On there, I've also put together um, uh, an online course, a workshop in how to speak with your higher self using the pendulum. Maybe you're at that point where you really want to get information. Well, I've put a guidebook together. I put a course together just so that uh, the protocols are there laying down accuracy for your um, dousing work using the pendulum and getting questions put together that I use in my personal life and I go through that with my clients. Mm. And that's chakra flow. How to find out the flow. You know, when you're stuck in life, how to get out of it and where you are on your path, in your spiritual path at the moment. So I really look forward to speaking with you soon. Do take care and bye for now.